the way with a brand new vibe in quartet music on the NFI Radio Gospel Network. NFI, North Carolina, Georgia, California, New York, Seattle, Washington, around the world. In studio, NFI Radio Gospel Network, the number one quartet station in the world. Keep it locked, locked, locked. The hottest mix ever. 50,000 watts of power. 50,000 watts of praise. You're listening to NFI coming to you live from Raleigh, North Carolina, in the studio of the NFI Gospel Network. In HD2. Call in. We've been expecting you. Catch the wave. 
Let me see one of y'all remember this. This world is not my home. I'm just, just passing through, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm traveling this lonesome road. It's not so easy.
I'm blessed. Text your people, they shit All the problems on your knees if you just Lawyer, doctor, anything if you just You got some questions about some things you just You a king, be the king, you just Got proper comfort for the queens if they Live in favor, see the dream Get your phone, text your people, they shit So you're in the shadows by yourself You just underwater and not reaching out for help Whoa, only wave you can't get over is your own That tsunami blocking passage to the throne Phone dying, worry how you getting home Operation isolated and alone Pull up like a Uber, hallelujah Any type of music that I move And we don't really care what you're doing We just walk up in the room like They should act right. All the problems on your knees if you just act right. Lawyer, doctor, anything if you just act right. You got some questions about some things you just act right. You a king, you the king, you just act right. A proper comfort for the queens if they act nice. Live in favor, see the dream. Right. Get your phone, text your people, they should act right. So you're in the shadows by yourself. You just underwater and not reaching out for help. Whoa, only wave you can't get over is your own. That tsunami blocking passage to the throne. Phone dying, worry how you getting home. Inspiration isolated and alone. Pull up like a Uber, hallelujah. Any type of music that I move. And we don't really care what you're doing. We just walk up in the room like.
most gracious God. No terrible like Zion can teach our fall. Come on in the 
because you blessed and you add no sorrow. You blessed and you add no sorrow. And promotion comes from you. So I come to thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I For you that feel within need of prayer, will you bow your heads with me while we pray? Our Father, the Maker and our Creator, one who loves us when we don't love ourselves, one that sits high and look low. We come unto thee at this hour to give thanks unto thee for thy many and many blessings that thou hast given us to enjoy from the beginning of our time even to the moment that we are now enjoying, Father God. We come at this hour in the evening to say thank you. 
for all of thy many blessings. And first of all, dear Lord, while Willingham stand here, don't look upon me as nothing special, but only as a servant unto thee. That I say unto thee, Father, if thou art pleased with the way that I live, if thou art pleased with the things that I do in life, if I have pleased you in any way, Father, will you hear my cry? There are so many who stand in need, old and the young. Somebody that lying on a sickbed with misery running through their bones. Some are not able to walk. Some are not able to raise their hands. Some are not able to talk and speak for themselves. But Father, while I'm able, let Willingham talk for them. Please let him rest on the sick. Go into that hospital and visit that sick room right now. Go into that prison and visit those prisoners that bind it behind prison walls and have them to know if they'll only believe on your word that you are able, praise God Almighty, you're able to do all things. Somebody needs you in their home. Some little one right now need bread. Some little one need a company keeper. Some little one need a father. And somebody need a mother. Somebody would like to have a sister. And somebody would like to have a brother. Oh, I want to feel you today, Jesus, until you move in the room and give comfort to those that need you right now. Oh, Lord, I've been out here on the job a long time. And every now and then, old Satan gets behind me and try to turn me around. Sometimes, when I do the best I can, somebody always talking about me. But I'm glad that I'm able to stand here and say thank you for my blessings. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for keeping me. Thank you for holding my hand. Thank you when the world turned their back on me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Great God Almighty. Thank you. Thank you, Master. Don't let my running be in vain. When I've gone the last mile, when I've drank my last cup of sorrow, when I walk the last mile of the way, when ain't nobody but me in death, I know I got to go down through death valley. But oh, yeah, though I walk up in the valley, hey, God Almighty, you're able to make old death to heal, take my body and rock me, rock me, rock me, rock me. Head God to sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm coming home after a while. There won't be no more dying. There won't be no more sorrow. There won't be no misusing me. But all after a while, I'll get my two wings. 
and I'll fly, fly away to be at rest. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you! Good morning to all you wonderful people out there in Radio Land. You are listening to the NFI Radio Gospel Network, the number one quartet station in the world. This is your new friend and your new host, a traveling preacher. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach us at 984-733-3977. Once again, 984 733 3977 or 347-215-8049. Once again, 347-215-8049. Also, visit us on the website, nfiradio.com. This is Thoughtful Thursday. First of all, let me humbly and sincerely apologize. We had some technical difficulties in the studio, and so you might have missed us a day or two. Well, we thank you for being patient with us. I thank you for checking up on me. And I know some of you know that I just celebrated my 55th birthday. And no, I did not take an extended birthday vacation, but I wanted you guys to know that. So I'm so grateful, so thankful that you hung in there with us and you are back with us today on this Thoughtful Thursday. Stay tuned for 9 o'clock. We have a great word of the day that you do not want to miss. I hope this music is inspiring your spirit, that it's uplifting your soul. Listen to the words. Let it get into your heart and into your spirit. You're going to have a great day. We speak things into existence that are not as though they were because that's what the word tells us to do. And so I want to encourage all of you to stay tuned. Let's catch that word of the day. It's going to be great, and I think God has a word for you, you, and you. God bless you. I'll be back with you real soon. Keep on trusting, keep on believing, and keep on listening. Catch the wave.
and we raise our voices. It's what I want you to say. Even if it's just us, still enough of us, we don't change the world. We gon' change the world. Listen. Seek purpose. We can't waste another minute. Time is not waiting. We have to see the bigger picture. We're part of the crowd. So we shout it aloud. Time for a change. We won't weary, we won't tire, we will not relent, yes, we live to master higher, till we are free, this is what we will be, this is our plea, yeah. we're so tired of hoping and praying, If it's just us, still say that again. Even even if it's just us, there's still still enough us. We gon' change the world. We gon' change the world. I was singing this right at my car, Commissioner. This can't happen again. This can't be how it is. This is what we gotta do. Raise it up. 
prophet today. I am, I am. No matter how I feel, I am. No matter what I see, I am. No matter the circumstance, I am. No matter what may come, I am. No matter what I see ahead, I am. No matter what people say about me, I am. But God Everybody say it. That theme is just in here tonight. Because you are, I am. I am because of you. I am what you designed me to be. Somebody must need to be reminded that you are everything that God created you to be. 
and you cannot forfeit your destiny. So let me testify. I was born in Haiti. My daddy was a minister. He believed in having churches in the hood, you know what I mean? He brought us to Newark, New Jersey after Brooklyn. 1108 South Orange Avenue. Let me take you back to a gospel. Caribbean vibes felt like in that church. Hello, God. Hello. Hello, God. Hello. Hello, God. Gentlemen, we got another testimony. Hello, hello, hello. I feel in the darkness of the night, and in the valley, you're right by my side. And though I think it's strange, each time I run from pain, when that's the tool you use to make me right, so I say. Love. 
feel like
Everybody look at me like this. Everybody look at me like this.
Y'all come on, blow your horn, blow your horn, blow your horn. Decisions and now I'm on a mission. God, you got my attention. And- 
to all of you who are just joining us. This is Thoughtful Thursday. It is the top of the hour at 9 a.m. It is time for the word of today. The word of the day is the world versus the Bible. And then I'm going to have a part two, joy versus happiness. So first, let's talk about the world versus the Bible. What does the world tell us to do? The world says, do you, boo? Do what makes you happy. Love who you love. Life is short. Do everything you want to do while you can. Make yourself happy. And so that's some of the things that the world tells us. Then on the flip side, the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. What things? Everything that we need in Christ to live a good and godly life. You can find that in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And then in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4, it says that we are not trying to please men, we're not trying to please people, but we are trying to please God. So when you think about do you, boo, do what makes you happy, and things like that, the Bible tells us something totally different. And then this is the kicker. It says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. So heart, soul, strength, and mind. That's what the Bible says. So when you compare what the world tells us to do, And then what the Bible tells us to do is totally different, right? And I know what the world is saying. I know it sounds good. I know it might feel good. I know it might look good. But I want to be on the side of righteousness. I want to be on the side of the Bible because the way I look at it is like this. If there is a heaven and a hell, which I believe, And we will have to give an account on how we live our lives on this earth, which I believe. If I'm wrong, there will be no consequences for me being wrong. I can just humbly say, hey, I was wrong. You know, uh, kudos to you guys, you know. But if you are living for the world and you are wrong, the consequences are devastating, devastating. And we do not want to play Russian roulette with our soul, Russian roulette with our lives. So that's just something we don't want to do. So the word of the day is the world versus the Bible. Now, I want you to think about that. But you are listening to the NFI Radio Gospel Network. This is your new host and your new friend, the traveling preacher. Reach out to us at NFIRadio.com. That is our website. We have a 24-hour hotline. That's 984-733-3977 or 347-215-8049 if you want to call us for a prayer request. Or if you want to request a song that you would like to hear, that is how you will get in contact with us to do so. Stay tuned a little later because we're going to come back and talk about that joy versus happiness. But thank you for tuning in. Thank you for riding this gospel train with me. You know, I always tell you there'll be no me without you. And you don't even need a ticket. All you have to do is show up and get on board. Keep trusting. Keep believing. Keep enjoying this great music. Catch the wave. 
Keep it locked right here. Showcase fellowship inspired. Show, 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 show. 
showcase, show, 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 showcase, showcase, fellowship, inspire. NFI, North Carolina, Georgia, California, New York, Seattle, Washington, around the world, in studio, NFI, Radio Gospel Network, the number one quartet station in the world. Howard Latimer worked 
as an office boy with a patent law firm. I even taught myself manacle drawings and drafting. I recognized the talent that I had for sketching drawings. I was promoted to the head draftsman. Matter of fact, can you believe I became one of the first major African-American inventors? I co-painted an improved toilet system for railroad cars called the Water Closet in 1874. I was employed by Alexander Graham Bell and helped to invent the telephone in 1876. In 1881, I invented a light bulb, an improvement over Thomas Edison. Again, I am Lewis Howard Lattimore, the inventor and draftsman. My name is Rosa Parks. I was born February 4th, 1914 in Tuskegee, Alabama. I died October 24th, 2005 on Detroit, Michigan. I was an American civil rights activist. On December 1st, 1955, I was riding in crowded Montgomery City bus when the drivers noticed there were white passengers sitting in the aisles. He asked me and the other black passengers to give up our seats and stand. Three of the passengers left their seats, but I refused. I was arrested and fined. This began the Montgomery bus boycott in Alabama, which became the start of the civil rights movement in the United States. People always say that I didn't give up my seat, but I was tired. But that isn't true. No, the only tired I was was tired of giving in. I am Rosa Parks, civil rights activist. My name is Dr. Rebecca Lee Crumpet. I was born on February 8, 1831. In 1860, I was working as a nurse when a group of doctors noticed my salvation and dedication. They encouraged me to apply to medical school. They all wrote letters of recommendation and in 1860, I was admitted to the New England Female College. I graduated in 1864, first African-American woman in the United States to earn a medical degree. So the only African-American woman to graduate from the college. I am Dr. Rebecca Lee Crumpler. I am, my name is, my name is, Katanji Brown Jackson. I was born on September 14, 1970 in Washington, D.C. I graduated from Harvard Law School in 2013. 
I am an American lawyer and judge. Most importantly, I am an associate justice of the Supreme Court of the United States. I was nominated to the Supreme Court by President Joe Biden on February 25th. 2022. I am the first black woman to serve on the Supreme Court. I am Justice Katanji Brown Jackson. My name is Thurgood Marshall. I was a I, civil rights lawyer and judge. I was the first African-American associate justice on the U.S. Supreme Court. And my name is Doug Marshall. My name is Angela Davis. I fought for civil rights, women's rights, and I social justice. I was one of the black leaders of the Black Panther Party. My name is Angela Davis. My name is Guyan Stewart Blueford Jr. I was born November 22nd, 1942. I was an American aerospace engineer, retired U.S. Air Force officer, officer and flight fighter pilot and NASA astronaut. On August 30th, 1983, I made history for the Space Shuttle Challenger. This flight marked the deployment of vital communication satellite. I am the first black astronaut. My journey shattered racial barriers and ignited the dreams of countless young people. I am Diane Bluford astronaut. And for the first time in my life, my professional life, I had to do something without the backing of a machine. And so the director, Miss Betty Mary, said, look, we want you to do a summer camp. They had got me to a friend of the church's, uh, Pastor Enoch Holloway, and they said, we can use this church for a program. And I was nervous because this was the first time that not I did a summer camp, but I did a summer camp to offer the children, and I didn't have the backing of a major organization. And she introduced me to this speaker. And she said, this, this guy, he's a poet. You know, I'm, I'm a former doc. I won't set no poetry. And he came in, and you all, let me tell you something. All the things that I knew, that I thought I knew about teaching young people, he added so much to it. He came, he taught a poetry class, he produced a book of poetry for our young people. He went out and he played football with us. 
he invited us to different things. So I want him to understand how much I appreciated him for helping me that summer. Because through his efforts, there are uh, many of those young people in, from that summer camp who went on to publish their own poetry as, as adults. They went on to be to write music for music industry executives. They went on to take the skills that he taught them because, you know, when he first came there, he said, I ain't no teacher. And now I told him to come speak, and I was talking to him about poems. He said, I'm a retired poet, but I don't know about that. And this young man hails from Plymouth, North Carolina, from God-fearing parents that he talks about so eloquently. He sojourned to Winston-Salem State University. He also attended St. Augustine University. And he's an a author. He had his own uh, publishing company. He is now a seventh-grade educator, educator at Lowe's Grove Middle School. He's the homie. He's the friend. Every now and then you see him on a flyer doing some type of spoken word and bringing our people together. He has a heart bigger than probably this church. I'm glad to say that he has a, a lovely young daughter who's a dancer at, uh, at the University of uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. He has a son who's a defensive end slash linebacker. What is it Northern? Northern in Durham. He's my homie, a man after God's own heart. He would describe himself as a man looking for some redemption. But my friend, Mr. Tim Jackson, hear him for his grace and his ability. Amen? Good morning. How y'all doing? Oh, man, sound good when he said it. <clears throat> That's all I can tell you. Um, first of all, I want to give um, thanks and, and gratefulness to even be in the presence of you guys this morning. It's an honor to be here. And um, I'd like to give a shout-out to the pastor. Um, thank you for allowing me a moment in your space. Um, I've always been taught that when you go to speak before people, you have to give honor to the pastor for allowing you that. Um, so I'm thankful because it's, it's tough um, to be in front of a congregation that he is, he's been, been, been led to shepherd, and you don't want to mislead his flock or, or put him in a situation where his flock is got somebody before them that's not worthy. So I'm honored to be here, and I'm thankful for this opportunity. As um, Brother Demetrius said in his <clears throat> so eloquent introduction, um, I appreciate it, by the way. Um, I'm a middle school teacher. I, I teach ELA in, in the seventh grade. It's a trying time for young people when they're in middle school. So I'm thankful and I'm blessed to be able to be there and be present for them. And one thing I try to give them um, as a teacher is the teacher that I never had. That's what I try to be. I try to be a teacher that understands where they're coming from 
And most of the time I ask my students, how real do you want me to keep it? Like, how much of this life do you really want me to put in your hands at a young age? But what I tell them all the time is a lot of the people we study, as you can see, the African-Americans that we study that rarely come through the school that we don't study. But a lot of the people we study, a lot of the writers that we read, a lot of the scientists that they study, mathematicians, whatever subjects they're taking, musicians, our people when they were doing it, they were young. They were really young. And um, so I encourage my, my students and I encourage the young people in this church to know that you're never too young to start asserting yourself. You're never too young to start using your voice. You're never too young to start working for the changes that you want to see because most of the people that we look up to started out when they were very young. And most of my students are like 12 years old, but um, the Angela Davises of the world started their journeys like at 15, 17, 18, 19. That's right up the road for them. And they had to start that thought process earlier than that. So I try to get my students to understand the thought process of it's all inside of you, you know, everything, everything you're looking for. You don't need your phones. You can use them. I deal with that every day in the classroom. Put your phone up. Um, but I try not to bash them about it. I try to let them be their best selves the best way they can and if they're going to have a phone out in class, they're going to use it for research. So I don't try to fight with them over their phone. I try to find a way for them to use their phones. But I, I constantly let them know that whatever you're looking for is all inside of you. Your ancestors, the ones that walked before you, they had to go deep within themselves to find the courage um, along with the grace of God to accomplish the things that they accomplished. So... Don't look too far outside of yourself for a lot. Really, really focus and quietly listen to yourself and go deep inside yourself and try to find the courage um, to be your greatest self. Um, one thing I try to tell him is that even though I'm a poet, it didn't take away from who I was. It was just what I found deep inside myself that God had given me to share with others. It didn't take away from my love for football, as he said. <laughs> it didn't take away from going to the gym to hoop with the boys, listening to rap music, growing up like everybody else, hitting the streets like everybody else. But when I find, found myself looking for redemption to the mistakes that I made, I went inside myself, and inside myself, I found a gift that I had always had, which was poetry, and I began to use it. And that's what took me in front of this brother. Just being out using my gifts, I was asked to come and be a part of the same thing that um, he was asked to be a part of, and I want him to know I learned a lot from him, too, because I was very... I was just all about, man, God got me. And he told me how to organize and taught me how to bring paperwork to what I was doing. And so it was a, a give and take, and so I learned a lot. 
And so that's what I want to leave with the youth is you have to go inside yourself, be willing to share of yourself, and when you meet people, make sure that it's a give and take situation. Don't be afraid to set your goals. Don't be afraid to write it down. And as you move towards things that you know you want to do, that's how you know if the things that are coming from the outside is going to help you get to it or not. So when you're facing something, you measure it against what you want and who you want to be. And if it doesn't benefit you in that way, you'll know right from wrong. And um, just keep pushing. And in this time frame, I'm going to share my gift. Um, Hopefully my gift is a benefit to everyone because as adults, we are the ones that are watching. We're the ones that are taking all their cues from. And when you're in the classroom with students, that's the biggest thing that I've learned is that they learn a lot of their behavior from the behavior and the habits that we won't give up as adults, you know. And um, when we were young, we did do a lot, and I know I did a lot, and you're going to hear it inside of my poetry because I'm going to present the testimony as it was given. But I did a lot. But my search for change started when I was young, and and I want to say I gave my life over to living right and trying to be a God servant probably in 1996. I'm 52 years old. And um, at 52 years old, if I started something in 1996 and I started working on trying to correct myself and I got to a place where I'm 52 years old, it's some things that should have been corrected by now. It's some things I should have done put to the side by now. But because when I hang out with my boys and I hang out with my peers and I don't judge and I don't criticize, but I know that a lot of us are still doing things that by this time we should have already corrected because we know better. And when we know better, we do better. And when we do better, the kids coming behind us do better. And so I've learned that. And when you're in the classroom and you're dealing with kids who got parents that are doing things and grandparents that are still doing things, you can't blame the kids for but so much. You really can't. And so I'm glad that God put me in a position to be in front of young people every day. And when you're in front of young people every day, you don't have nothing else you can do but check yourself all the time because you're the example. So I love being a teacher. I love working with young folks. I coach girls basketball, boys baseball. So I'm with the kids from like 8 in the morning to 8 at night every single day. And um I'm just there for them. And so to the young people, I know your struggles. Just keep pushing. Don't give up. Don't let nobody tell you that you can't. And um, if I make it to a day where you cross my path in the classroom, all I'm going to tell you is be your greatest self. Go inside yourself. Find your voice. And um, I'm going to be your life coach. And we'll get to the ELA later. But that's how I do it. And so now I'm going to share hopefully three poems with you real quick, and I'll get out your way so you can see an expression of the gift that God gave me. <clears throat> the first poem is my journey in all its totality. It's um, something that's going to always be with me. Most of the time when I go out and speak, I'm going to always do this poem. It's been with me 
um, since the beginning, and it encompasses my journey. And the name of the poem is, I'm trying to get to God before the devil gets to me. All right? That's going to be my journey for the rest of my life. Now, the things I think about in this poem or talk about in this poem are things that were going on with me um, at that particular time. The devil never goes away. Your struggles never go away. Sometimes it just takes on different faces. So whatever you're dealing with, you can just implement it in the poem. And we deal with new things daily. I reach the turning point. That soul starts to ache and get the burning point. I cut back on the blunts. The cigarette still got me, and every now and then I would burn a joint. And I was walking through a cloud of smoke about to choke. And I was trying to get to God before the devil gets to me because he's constantly chasing me. Keep temptation in the form of beautiful women constantly facing me. But I know if I fall a victim to what some of these women call a relationship, there'll be no replacing me. But I'm not hating me. I'm loving me constantly. I love everywhere I've been. I love everything I've done. I love everything that I've become because only I know the hells from where I came from. And I left those hells. And I was trying to get to God before the devil gets to me because he's forever close by. The devil is always on my back, possibly because I love every man that's black, from the professional man to the man who smoked to the man who sell crack, because I got a piece of wisdom I can drop to anyone to help them get their lives on track. I'm just hoping I don't get caught up in the wrong place at the wrong time like when I was out here driving without a driver's license or trying to buy a dime or a dime piece as a piece of me, try to get the rest of me to follow the path of trying to get to God before the devil gets to me because now he's in my vision. I can see the devil clearly. I can even see the devil in those who say they do love the Lord dearly. Sometimes the devil and I, we see eye to eye. That's when I'm standing in the mirror. And the eyes of my reflection told me that if I ever wanted to be a part of anything that God is planning, that the only people in my way was the one in the mirror standing. So I'm standing there, and I'm trying to get to God before the devil gets to me. That's when the words of my elders came rushing back to me. They said, son, if you're trying, then you're lying. So I put the whole thing around. I got to God. Now to the devil, I can't be found. I'm covered in grace. I drop my pride, and I stay walking so humble now. And all the negativity that have been around me, I'm starting to see it crumble now because I got to God. Them devils can't make me stumble now. Thank you. Don't do that, 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 don't do that. Okay. All right. I'll make it quick. I'll make it quick. All right. As as a black man living my life, um, y'all know the journey. 
I'm a I'm a I'm a late eighties, nineties kind of guy. So you know if you're a late eighties, nineties kind of guy, you already know what it was. So the one life changing thing for me is I had a daughter. I I mean I really had a daughter. And so I don't know who's had a daughter as a man that lived a certain way, but when you have that daughter, everything come crashing down. You think about everything. And the one thing that saved me is I said, why would I have a daughter? And somebody told me, like, man, if God gives you a daughter, then he trusts you. You know, it's a great responsibility. So it came out like this. <laughs> I got a daughter now. I mean, I really got a daughter now. And I'm thinking that some people want me to tell her that equal opportunity is the same thing as equality. Now, that would be silly of me, for that may never be her reality. And I know she's going to have and take her opportunities, but somehow, some way, I still refuse to just let her be. Another disenfranchised black female brought about by the atrocities of mankind. So there are a couple of things that I got to tell my daughter that she must keep on her mind. Like the universal laws in order to keep on her soul divine and to let no one control her time, nor space, and to keep herself chaste because her virginity is probably the only thing that will ever be a friend to she. And if she give that up too soon and get caught up emotionally, a true friend she may never see. I got a daughter now. I mean, I really got a daughter now. And I was feeling kind of strange when the heavens blessed me to have this daughter. Matter of fact, my mind was going kind of deranged when the heavens blessed me to have this daughter. So I be sitting at home thinking to myself, how am I going to raise her in this new world order? So before I let this society take my child and hate my child and rape my child, I'll look to the heavens and ask my father to forsake my child, take my child, break my child into little bits and pieces. He can feed her precious soul and body right back to the earth because I don't want her walking around some of these people with a weaker thesis. We're not our brother's keeper, so who's going to keep her? When all is done and I'm gone and she's alone, who's going to keep her? I got a daughter now. I mean, I really got a daughter now. So if you're not raising your son to be a true good son, you better tell that bad little boy to avoid her now. See, it's so hard to get my little queen praised when I can already see no little kings are being raised. And I would, and I should, and I could tell her to keep herself covered. But then I would have to tell her that a lot of women who are covered, they just be undercover. How in my own lifetime I truly did discover that even those who say they're doing it for spiritual reasons, they be simply hiding the heathen, and they don't practice what they believe in. So I tell a baby girl, you wear what you want. You go where you want. You be who you want. You just try your best not to deceive men. 
and listen to your own heartbeat as your own heart beats and spins. Because, see, I got a daughter now. I mean, I really got a daughter now, and she is my seed. So I'm the one that's giving her some water now so she can grow and blossom and bloom and never be consumed nor confused into chasing the wrong American dream. Because, see, my daughter, she is so much more than an American queen. So when she go to sleep, I tell her, sweetheart, just interpret your own dreams. And when it seems that no one sees it your way, I tell her, don't worry about it. Some of them just forgot what being a virtuous woman means. But, see, I got some ancestors. That means my baby girl, she got some ancestors. They got sores on their feet that fester from walking upright. They kept their back straight, eyes open, no fears, no fright. They was just keepers of the light. And my baby girl, she has got to be a keeper of the light. And all of y'all that came and witnessed me on this mic, please be a keeper of the light because I got a daughter now, and she watching you. Thank you. Last poem before I go, last advice to the youth, to everybody, keep pushing. No matter what, faith don't never stop. A lot of stuff come to an end, but faith don't never stop. Keep your faith. As I was walking the roads of life, I found the roads of life to be a little bit rough, to be a little bit bumpy. So I no longer walk on the roads of life. I took myself up off the roads of life, and I strictly walk on water now. Because, see, my faith be so strong. Even in the face of those who say I'm so wrong, I was waiting on the spirit of righteousness to drop inside of me for so long. And I use my poetry to warn you and prepare you for the wrath of God. I be calling all of my people to align themselves with the path of God. I got a Holy Spirit of righteousness continuously dropping inside of me so I can no longer stand just having half of God. So I got up off the fence. I mean, I jumped up off the fence, so my pathway it could condense into a straight and narrow walk. You see, I got to a place in life to where I'm sick and tired of hearing the Pharaoh talk. Some of my people even got the Pharaoh's walk down to a science. They trying to live an American dream while I hold out with defiance. If it doesn't coincide with spiritual law, then to the law I have no compliance. And my faith be my reliance, and my faith be so strong, even in the face of those who say I'm so wrong. I was waiting on righteousness to drop inside of me for so long, and pastor, I'm on fire now. See, I already got my heart's desire now, and all my heart ever wanted was God in it. I asked God for the whole armor of righteousness. He gave it to me, and I put the whole suit on. And for all the negativity in my pathway, I even put a pair of boots on so I can kick them real fast. I can get them up off my path. Right now, it's somebody behind my back, backbiting and undermining me when they don't even know the half of my story. 
And even if they knew half of my story, they still wouldn't know half of my story. I'm just here to show that the end of my story will end in God's glory. So through poetry, I can kick any door down. God is first, I'm second, meaning God is leading me and I'm right behind him. And I expect you to see God and feel God every time I drop these poems in perfect timing. That's the only reason that I'm rhyming. I'm here to help destroy some of the negativity so God can start shining. This dirty black coal done turned into a diamond, and my faith be so strong. Even in the face of those who say I'm so wrong, I was waiting on righteousness to drop inside of me for so long so my words can flow through your eardrums, bouncing up and down, creating its own rhythm and time with your heartbeat. I know I'm touching your soul when I speak because God sent me to send in you and create a new soul system. I find the devil and I hit him with verses that be on target. I'm way much more than a spoken word artist. I give truth testimony to help deliver you where I've been for a reason. I tell you not to worry about me. My righteousness will shine in due season. I'm more concerned about you, what it is you're going through, how I can help you get through whatever you're going through. And I'm here to call us all to some type of repentance. I'm not the judge. I'm not the jury. I'm not the one that's handing out the sentence. But my quest for all of us to see the face of God is a quest that is relentless. And let me mention, I live by that age-old creed. If I can help you get to where you need to be, God will make sure I have everything I need. And my faith in that is so strong. Thank you. Amen, amen. Let's give uh, Mr. Tim Jackson another big round of applause. Amen, amen, amen. We thank him, we thank him, we thank him so much for coming and sharing a little bit of his story, his gift, and to let you all know that God works through a whole lot of stuff. Amen? Amen, amen. amen. So at this time, we're going to move right along with our order of services, and we're going to call for our... Overseeing pastor to come forth that he may have words and open this altar. Amen. <laughs> oh, did you enjoy yourselves? I know I did. I would pay $50 to to attend an event like that, what I heard today. And we all got it for free because all this was ordained by God. Come on, let's give God a hand. <laughs> to that awesome speaker that used his gift and his talent, uh, this was a special day for our youth. And we want to thank uh, Elder Demetrius. Father, our uh, youth pastor, we want to thank uh, Pamela Haynes and, and Kaylee McLean and all of the parents and grandparents and everybody that had a part uh, in this program. 
the parents have a, a, a just an important part in this program as any of the coordinators or anybody else. So we thank God for you uh, sacrificing and making time for these young people to prepare for this magnificent, uh, dynamic, fantastic, awesome performance. Let's give them another hand. Lincoln Park Holiness Church is about loving people and helping community. Our main objective is winning souls. You are welcome to partner with us or help sponsor this ministry and broadcast with a donation. Please visit our website at lincolnparkchurch.com and click the Let's Give tab at the top of the screen. Feel free to leave comments. You can also download the Givelify app on your mobile phone and look for Lincoln Park Church. Cash app, cash tag, Lincoln Park CRF. We are located at 13 Heath Street in Raleigh, North Carolina. God bless you, and we look forward to you joining us next week on NFI Radio and Catch the Wave from the number one radio station reaching the world with gospel music and preaching.
catch the wave on the NFI.
listening to the number one quartet station in the world, and I'm the old Chatham County country boy. Catch the wave.
children, we gonna get together and praise Him forevermore. Just me, Jesus is coming, carry me to the glory land. Y'all let me sing right here, one of these.
Salve! 